0: Hi friends. I'm Courtney. I'm a performer, speaker and a writer. I'm a mama to three crazy boys and a super sweet dog. I decided 12 years ago that I needed to create a business that worked for me instead of me working for it. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who may be considered a serial entrepreneur by some. But then I realized that all of my businesses focused on connection, community, and creating an incredible experience. I cannot wait to share with you how to make small but mighty changes in your life to affect your overall well-being and create a life and business you want to get up in the morning for. That's right, my friends. I am the Renaissance Mama. Hi friends, it's Courtney, the Renaissance Mama, and I wanna thank you so much for checking out the show today, for connecting with me, for being here. I just want to thank you. I hope you are doing well and life is treating you good and things are happening, happening in your life, happening in your business. I just wish the very best for all of you. So I thought today I originally was going to throw out an episode all about these lessons I've recently learned from my students. I just finished two of my biggest projects of the year and I'm working on a third and it all has to do with. Teaching kids theater and musical theater. I've created this new digital course. And yes, I am learning as I put all this stuff together, but I also learn a lot from my students. Then, when I thought, okay, if I put out this episode, is it going to resonate with everybody? What about the people that aren't teachers, that aren't teaching people, that aren't connecting with people in the same way? But I dug a little bit deeper and I kind of thought about it even more. And the fact that that relationship that I have with my students and those lessons that I've learned, I really believe are very similar to that relationship you as an entrepreneur may have with your customers or your potential customers, or perhaps you're a leader, then yes, all of these lessons will definitely help you out with a new staff member coming on. Um, If you're a parent, it could definitely help out with relationships with your kids and those kind of communications back and forth. So I figured today is gonna be about that. It's gonna be the lessons that I've learned from my students about how you can use those same lessons with your customers or your clients, potential customers, with your kids, with your team, who knows? I think it really kind of goes across the board because at the end of the day, when you think about it, Aren't you always kind of teaching somebody or sharing with somebody? If it's a new customer, you may be teaching them, you know, what your new product is or what your new service is. Maybe you are teaching them why they should buy from you rather than somebody else. Maybe it's a product that needs information. I used to sell essential oils years ago before they were cool, before they were in, and it was always this struggle because I had to take such a long time to teach people the value of the oils, how to use them, how they were made, all the different kind of science about them before I could even talk about selling or buying or anything like that. So I was very much in that teacher mode. And then obviously as a parent, we're always in teacher mode, whether we want to be or not. Our kiddos are like picking up everything we are saying, they are watching us, observing us, everything, all of the time. So I really believe, even if you're not a teacher, you are going to enjoy this episode of some of the lessons that I have recently taken away from my students. So the first thing that I strongly believe you need before you do anything is you need a roadmap. And a roadmap is perfect to share with your students, with your customers, even with your kids. What I think is so important about giving people kind of the confidence concept of what is going to happen. It A, helps people kind of calm down, get on the same page as you, get you really excited to what you're going to work on, but it also just really helps people buy in to what you're selling. Whether you're a teacher or you're actually selling something or you're trying to convince your kids with something, you want everybody to be on the same page. You want them to know where you're coming from. You want them to Know what they can expect, and then hopefully, you're building that connection and that community and that relationship so they are also excited and on board to work with you and to see what's going to happen next. So, when I start. Any, any class, we always do these very simple, traditional kind of breathe in, breathe out exercises. But I also say, okay, here is the game plan for today. And I share exactly what we're going to be working on, how we're going to do it. I might not give them every single detail because they don't need that yet, but I want to give them a nice overview of like what they can expect. So then their minds can get clear on like that, what's going to happen for them. They can start thinking about ideas they can start you know getting excited to get involved to what's happening and I mean may even share okay we're working on this for now because it's gonna lead to this down the road kind of drives me nuts when people are you know trying to be sort of secretive and mysterious and holding things back from people like I feel like if you are in a relationship so any of these relationships whether it be student or customer or you know a team or your kids there's no benefit to really keep things hidden from somebody. You want to open that communication. You want to get on that same page. You want to get focused together and build that relationship and that like team work together. Have you ever been in a workshop and all you're thinking about is, okay, what are they going to do? What are they going to sell to me next? I mean, I don't know about you, but as a consumer, I feel like there's a lot of times that I I have my guards up. I am not a 100% trusting people. If I'm in a workshop, I'm thinking, okay, how much is this going to cost me? Okay, why? why do I really need this? Okay, why? And it drives me nuts when they either wait to the end or they wait for you to you know, call them back, or they wait for another. They have to set up another meeting, and I get that. That is one strategy. But one of my favorite things is when you go to a workshop, whether it's online or in person, and they say right off the bat, before they even start the workshop, they're like, "Okay, here's the plan for today." But before I even get to the plan, I'm going to share with you how much this is going to cost. You're right. I'm going to try and tell you something. Here is what it is. I'm going to say it all up front. And then here is our plan for the rest of the day. So you have that moment of like, oh, I get it. That's, that's what you're selling, perfect. I can decide if I want it later. I can even think about it as we're learning. But I'm not like nervous and waiting to hear the end result. Same as sometimes when you buy something, I feel like unless you totally trust that person or that customer, that brand, that you're always sort of on edge of like, okay, well, what else are they going to try and sell me? Do do I need something else with this product to make it work? Do I am I gonna need more? Are they always gonna be trying to sell me more? Where if you're very clear with your customers or your potential customers of what the roadmap is then you guys are working together. Then you're not being a sneaky salesman and being like, hey, look what else? Look what else? Like, Then you guys are on the same page. You're connected. You're working together. And they are going to love what you're doing. They're going to love that you're so open and honest and proud of what you're selling. That it doesn't have to be a trick. I don't have to sneakily try and get someone to buy something. I can say, this is what I do and I love. Here's the roadmap. Here's the picture. Here's the Vision. I want you to join me. I think you can benefit from it. And if you can't, that's too bad. I'm really sorry. Maybe there's something else you would like down the road. But here's the roadmap. Here's the vision. Here's what we're doing. When it comes to kids, when my kids were little, I always had this gigantic board on like what the week's schedule was going to look like. And I had it in writing. I had it in visuals. I had it just available for the kids. And I feel like it was such a sense of like calm and focus, but they knew what was coming up next. It was like, okay, today's Monday. Let's look at Monday. Let's look at what you can expect and how your day will go. I mean, obviously in life, things are going to pop up, but it's really nice to be able to give kids that sense of like, all right, here's what we think is going to be coming next. Here's what we're planning for. Here's what you can envision in your head. Kids don't like change. I mean, nobody really loves change, but if there's a way you can get them, you know, on that same page, get them working with you, get them focused and excited for what's to come, then they're not always nervous about that what is next thing. When you're talking about team members, of course, this is a great way to get everybody on that same page, get everyone connected. Give them the plan for the day. Give them the plan for the three months. Give them the plan for the year. Go from there and say, yes, these are not all the things you need to worry about right now, but I want to invite you in on the plan. I want you to be with me and build this thing together and really be a team. Do you see how that's different than kind of being like sneakily giving people little bits of information here or there, little tidbits, little crumbs? Instead, let's be open and honest. Let's get people on board and give them the, the roadmap that they need to get on board with you and to get excited and to get energized and want to do what is next. The next thing I have recently learned, and I think I've always known, but it's been definitely more of an aha moment is when you're talking to students or clients or kids or teammates is you do not assume. Don't assume they know what you're talking about. Don't assume that, you know, you are sometimes even speaking the same language. Like you don't assume Anything. Go from the beginning, make the details clear. I've recently been working on a digital course, and this has really made me slow down as an instructor and really break down the lessons because you're not having that communication back and forth of people being able to ask questions, or you're not able to see them go, hmm, I don't quite understand. So you want to really make sure what you are sharing and what you are teaching that you You don't assume they know any of it. There's a lot of times in musical theater with my kids that I'm, okay, we're going to do this step, and I'm assuming they know what that step means. We might have done it once, we might have done it twice, but it doesn't mean they know it as well as I do it. So why not break it down even further and say, okay, we're going to be doing the Let's use box step, for example. I use box step a lot in some of my choreography. Let's do that box step. And remember, this is how we do it. And I'll break down the step. We do our right foot and then cross and then bring my right foot back and left foot. Let's try that again. This way, this way, this way, this way. All right, now that's in our bodies, let's put it into our choreography. So you never wanna assume that your students are understanding everything you're saying. You don't wanna assume they're starting at a certain level. Even if you have talked about that thing before, you wanna break it down slow and easy and really get them to learn those skills and learn them again and get focused and clear with what you're trying to teach. When it comes to customers, we never wanna assume that they are at a certain level. We want to give them the information they need so they can make the purchase. We don't want to assume they're in a certain situation. We don't want to assume that they, you know, uh, can't afford something. So many businesses do this. So many businesses do this when they're trying to sell to their ideal person and they they're nervous that it's too much. So instead of talking to people or figuring out or what's happening, they assume that something costs too much and they lower their prices maybe that's not why people were, weren't were buying. Maybe you needed to be a little bit more clear on what that product was or what that service was or how it benefits your ideal person. If you really broke down those steps and that information for your ideal customer. I think they would be so much quicker to wanting to buy what you're selling. Or if it's a service, really understanding what it is that you do and and how it can really benefit them. One of the biggest lessons when you're trying to connect with customers or potential customers is what do they need to know and understand and believe, before they buy that thing from you like what situation do they need to be in and all that information before they can buy from you if you want your service your product anything to sell you need to understand that and you can only do that by not assuming people know that information already so really breaking down the information and getting clear with kids oh it's so easy sometimes to assume that they know what you're talking about. I, I think especially as my kids get a little bit older and bigger in my head, I just assume that like they get it. They understand things. We're about to go on a cruise soon. And I am so excited. I'm so pumped. And I was sitting there the other night with my 11 year old and I was showing him a video of like the excursions we can book. And he looked really confused. And I was like, buddy, what's going on? What's wrong? And he was like, well, that's weird. I mean, that that video you're showing me, it was of the zip line. It was this video you're showing me of the zip line. Like, it looks like it's on land. And I was like, yeah, it is on land. He didn't realize that on the cruise, you stop at locations and you're allowed to get off. <laughs> It was just so sweet. It was so endearing. In my head, I had assumed like, of course he knows what a cruise is, but he didn't. He thought that we took this boat and we just sailed on the boat the entire time. And of course he would think that. Why Why would he think any different? I didn't give him that information. I didn't break it down. I just assumed he knew something that he didn't. So when it comes to kids, don't assume they know, even as they get bigger, it's easier sometimes just to slow down and explain or say something or or really break it down to them to really get that communication open, to get that connection, to build your relationship even further. You can just imagine when you're thinking of a new team you know, staff or whoever you may have, maybe they're not new, maybe they're old, but how often do we fall in that, oh, that tricky little place of where we assume that somebody knows what we're talking about. We assume we've given instructions, they're going to go ahead and do it, but they might not have felt comfortable enough to ask a question. They may, you know, kind of get what you wanted them to do, but weren't a 100%. So then, you know, it comes back later and things aren't done. You're going to be disappointed. So take that assumption off the table. Don't even do it. Sometimes I even have to slow down myself and my thinking because I think that other people's you know, minds work the same way or they go to the same conclusions or if they're thinking the same thing, but they're not. So it's sometimes better just to slow down, break it down. You know, if you're giving someone instructions, breaking it all down down. And then going from there It never hurts to like repeat something again, especially if it's something important, especially if it's a point you really want to get across and you want your, I say audience, but you want someone to really resonate with them. You want them to retain that information. You want to, you know, if you're giving them instructions, you want them to take that instruction and like go with it. You want to make sure you are breaking it right down and you're not assuming anybody is Anywhere. The next thing you want to do when you are connecting with your students, your customers, your clients, your kiddos, your teammates, is you want to listen. And I feel like I try my very hardest to be a good listener, but sometimes it's hard when you are in Teacher mode or your instructor mode or you're in leadership mode or mom mode or whatever it may be, you're, you have a goal and you're trying to get a point across. You're trying to get information out there. So it's hard sometimes to stop and listen and take the questions and see what's happening. We had a, this particular group of kiddos that we just finished with where were kids that like just needed the answers all the time. So I'd be in the middle of talking and I'd see a hand up and I'd be like, okay, Hold on one second. I see you. I hear you. I, you know, I'm going to hear you, but in one minute, I need to finish this thought. There'd be another hand, another hand, another hand. And it was just question, question, question. But they were the kind of kids that needed the answers before they could move on to the next step. They, they needed to know that answer right now. It's like they couldn't go forward. They couldn't think to the next thing because they wanted, they wanted the answer. And as a, teacher it's it's so easy to be like okay just wait i'll get through the thing and then then i'll take the questions or then i'll have time or hopefully i'll have time and sometimes you don't even have time but it sometimes is really important to just take that break take that moment and listen. Listen to the questions, especially if there's repeat questions. If somebody or multiple people are asking the same thing, that to me is starting to signify, okay, wait a minute. There is something wrong in the system. I've either haven't taught it well enough. Maybe I didn't break down the steps far enough. Maybe I've made something a little bit more too difficult. Maybe I'm asking too much and they can't handle doing, you know, this and this at the same time. Maybe I haven't looked at all the angles. So really taking that time to listen, listen to the questions, listen to repeat questions, listen to what people are saying and taking that information and really using it to how, you know, how I'm going to teach the next thing or how I'm, what I'm going to focus on next, what really needs that priority when it comes to those potential customers and clients Oh, listening, listening is a hard one, but it is so important. Once again, if you notice a lot of your customers or your clients or even potential customers are sort of asking the same questions or making the same comments, or maybe you notice when you hit your your sales page that they all seem to be stopped at the same spot, that's another way of listening, looking at that information, looking at what's happening, looking at your customer experience and where things are not quite adding up. If you're like, okay, I all my customers got to my sales page, they watch the video, and then you know, this pop-up comes up and nobody's hopping in on that, you know, freebie or whatever it is maybe there's a disconnect there. Maybe that freebie isn't lining up with those potential customers. Maybe there is something else, but really kind of reaching out to your people and see if they are telling you information. Even sometimes it may come as negative information, or sometimes you just don't want to hear it because you're like, I know it, I know it, I know what I'm doing. That is the time more than ever you, you want to listen. You want to listen to what they're saying. You want to checking those questions, like I said, if they're the same questions or the same comments or the same, you know, sort of feeling that keeps coming up, is there some other way that you can explain to those potential customers or connect with them or reach to them or make that experience even easier? Are they getting stuck because, you know, you're asking for information here and here and they don't know which one is really for them? Is it all just becoming too overwhelming that they're like, I don't know, and they're closing the computer? So really breaking that down and listening, listening to your customer, those potential customers, and how you can make their process even easier. When it comes to kiddos, and you're a parent, you, uh, you want to listen. You want to listen as much as you possibly can. And trust me, I know. I, I get busy. I get into the, you know, the routine of things. I might be in, you know, in the middle of something. But I've really tried recently to like fully stop what I'm doing and listen to what one one of my boys are saying. If they're telling me a story about their day at school, or if they're asking me a question, or if they're, you know, just, you know, trying to connect with me, but really stopping and listening and letting them know that, like, I am hearing you. I'm I'm communicating with you. I want to hear from you. I want to be that person you talk to. My boys are going through this very exciting, nerve-wracking phase for a mom, but they all have like little crushes and girlfriends and things like that. And I've been finding out this information after the fact and it hurts. It hurt that I'm not the first person that they would want to tell. And it hurts that they feel like they don't want to share these things with me. And that was a bit of a realization lately that I thought, oh, there's something I'm doing wrong. I want to be that person they can talk to. And I get it that they might not feel comfortable 100% of the time, but I want them to know that I will always, always be there to listen, always be there to just hear what they're saying. I don't need to comment. I don't need to give advice. I don't need to tell them, you know, what I would do. I am just there to listen and be there, and if they need more, I can give more, and that happens sometimes, too, when you're listening in conversation, and someone's like, I just want to vent, and you're like, cool, I'll just listen, and then you notice they're asking for advice, you're like, cool, I can give advice, then you're noticing they want to like come with, with a game plan, you're like, cool, I can do that, so listening to your people when they have given you that opportunity to listen, it is so key and then of course as a leader leaders need to listen leaders need to take in that information because those are the people that that you need to hear from. They're giving you the information that you don't necessarily have. And even if you are leading them, it doesn't mean you know the day-to-day or you don't know the new experience. You don't know exactly what's happening. So as a leader, you always want to try and take that time to listen, see if there's repeat questions, see if there's repeat situations or comments or what is happening. Where's the disconnect? And you can only figure that stuff out if you really really stop and you really listen. The next thing I highly suggest you do, if you're teaching or students or customers, the whole shebang, you get it, is you wanna share sometimes why you are doing something. You want to break down kind of that behind the scenes and why something is happening. I know for myself, as a student or as someone who might be a potential customer or anything like that, I really appreciate sometimes when people like show me what is actually happening showing me connecting the dots showing me why they are teaching me a because it's going to line up with b and c later on there's so a lot of times in theater and in musical theater you play these games and the kids love it and they have a great time and they're like woo woo, woo. but every once in a while i stop and slow down the class and i said okay i know you guys really like that game and i hope you like this But I want to tell you why we play that game. What is behind that game that's going to give you skills that when we move on to the stage, you are already going to have ingrained in your body. So sharing your why with your students is sometimes even a better way to build that connection, to build that teamwork. Once again, it's getting everybody on the same page, Get letting them know that like, this is, this is why I'm telling you this. This is why I want you to hear it this is why it's important. So maybe they will take that information or you know the next time they play that game they'll think about that little that moment of like oh yeah remember this is why this is why we're doing this. When it comes to your customers and potential customers i think sharing your why is so amazing. It is how people are going to know, like, and trust you. And maybe you're sharing your why of why you do what you do. That is one of the best ways to connect with an audience, a new audience, a growing audience, people that love you best. If you let them in on why you do what you do, why you love it, why you get up in the morning to do it, maybe what made you decide this is what I needed to do, let them in, bring them into your community, bring them into that relationship, build that communication of why you do something. Maybe you want to share why they should buy from you. So you've really got to get clear on why should they? What, it, what is the reasoning? Why is? Why is that important? Sharing all of those details with customers and potential customers is just going to Make your relationship so much stronger. And then when they buy from you, not only is it a one experience buy and done, now you've created that relationship. So they potentially will buy from you again, or maybe they're going to share your name with somebody else. Maybe they are going to, you know, tell everybody about this great new product and this is why they do this. And this is why, right? Like it, it builds that whole connection. With my kids, it's it's hard sometimes to remember to slow down, to let them know why I'm doing something. But as a parent, you are always that role model. You're always being watched. You're always being, you know, they are listening to you. Sometimes they say say things or mimic things or things just happen. So sometimes while I'm doing something, I like to slow down and say, Hey, do you know why I'm doing this? And they will be like, no mom, I have no idea. So once again, kind of goes back to that not assuming that people know things and to take the time and to take the the extra moment to like break it down and show them and share with them and let them in one of my favorite moments in theater in musical theater is kind of when they they break that fourth wall and they might look out to the audience and just let them in on a little secret. That's what I feel like you could be doing with your kids and your customers and your, your students and your team. Let them know why, why you're doing something, why something is important and get everybody really connected. As a team, the why is should be one of the biggest things you you do as soon as you start, as soon as people are there. And, and even as I start hiring people, it's like the why needs to be one of the first things. They need to know upfront why I do what I do. You know, then I can go to how, then I can know what I'm looking for. That's fine. But this is why. This is why we do what we do. And then we get the results we get and it's sharing the why. So the why I could talk about it all day, but the why and sharing why you're doing something really builds that connection and community. The next thing you want to think about when you're connecting with all these different relationships is how somebody learns. And as instructor. It's been so interesting to see these different groups of kids. So this year in particular, I had my younger group of kids that were age about seven to 13. And then I had this older group of kids that were 13 to about 17. And every single week, it just, it blew my mind. I would go from the one group and I was like all pumped up and high energy and I'm sweating and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I hop into the other group and it was like mm-hmm. Totally different vibe. How I spoke to them had to be different. How I communicated expectations had to be different. When I would give them the roadmap of what was gonna happen for the day, it looked very different with the two different groups because they were very different people. There was this group of young kids that liked the high energy, and then this group of older kids that like did not want the high energy at all. But I had had to really learn how to communicate in a way that they would get, that they would understand, and to really, once again, slow down my particular process and maybe adjust what I was doing or adapt what I was doing to start really connecting with that group and connecting with that the people that were there in front of me. I think as an instructor, or if you're trying to sell something to somebody, or if you're trying to connect with anybody, it is so key to really see how those people, that group, how they take in information, how they learn, how they how they use it. I mean, there's been so many studies now where teachers are trying to provide information to kids because not everybody learns the same way. I know for me, as I, as I get older, it has become so clear of like what a visual learner I am. And the fact that things really don't sit in, they don't, you know, I don't retain information unless I, I can see it, unless I see the what's happening, I see what's going on. I can even like put the puzzle pieces together. I want to see it. So if there's ways that if you are teaching people, you can, you can show, Show them, teach them almost in different ways. And I know it sounds time consuming. And I know you're like, oh my goodness, I don't have, I can't do all of this. But especially when I'm creating these resources for a digital project. Pro- product and I'm not getting, like I said before, that communication back and forth is I want to give them as many different ways as they can learn as possible. So what I've been doing is having the visual of the video and I'm trying to do it one way and then even turning my body around sometimes and showing them how, how I'm doing my movement. So how movements may look from that angle, right? So they really get the opportunity to really visualize it all. And then I'm also writing instructions down. Maybe that instruction has big bright colors or makes it interesting or something that's going to grab their attention. And then I'm also speaking what I want them to do and trying to connect with them on a level that they might be able to understand that way. So really slowing down how you you teach so you can see if they they're able to learn that particular way. A lot of people like that hands-on. So is there a way you can get them to do something that's tactile? So then they're going to retain that information. When you're trying to connect with those customers, new customers, old customers, once again, throwing out something on social media that might just be a visual might work for some people maybe you need to add some video. Now they want to see movement. They want to see more things. Maybe that's what's going to grab their attention. Recently on Instagram reels, the most popular thing is actually music and somebody talking, but just the, the words coming up. So now they're reading the words as well. So really trying to give people, even when you're connecting with them on the, what you think is a simple level, like throwing out up, poster, a flyer, an image and expecting people that like, that's the only way they're going to Get it or understand? Like, is there other ways you connect with your ideal customer? Can you send people a quick voice voice memo? Can you send them a text? Give them all those different ways. And then once again, if there's any way people can tactically like learn something or do something, and then try and and give them the sale now that they've had that experience and they have it in their bodies, and they're like, oh yeah, I really liked that. I mean, for years, right? You'd go to the mall, and someone's like, oh. you a sample of something you try it on. You're like, Oh yeah. Okay. I feel that once you feel it and you're like, I get it. I like it. I want to buy it. Or if you just smelt it, it might've smelled good. If you just looked at it, I don't know. It's not that exciting. So, is there ways you can really kind of open up how you're sharing to your your audience so they're learning in different ways? I know my three boys learn very very differently, so day to day trying to support them either with school or even just like life lessons. I really have to be sort of aware of like, okay, I don't know if that point got across to him because I said it. I said it, but I can see through his eyes that he's kind of just like not really listening. So maybe I can ask him a question. Maybe there's something I can get him to do so it's more tactile. All these different ways that you can try and connect and really really teach and get it that people are going to learn. And when it comes to your team, your team, it is so important for you to understand how the different people learn, communicate, how they take information in and how they use it so can you have a chance if you can really look at each individual you may not have on your team and maybe your team's too big for that but really look at each person even your close t- uh, tight-knit group of how how they learn and how you can best give them information or instructions so that they could be as successful as possible And the last lesson I recently learned from my students is you need to give people an opportunity to get there on their own. And what I mean by this is when I was working with this last cast, and I had given them their lines, and I've shown them how they want to do things. We've worked on it. We rehearsed. We were getting there, but they were very, very, like I said before, particular on you know the details of things. They want to know the answers. They they had so many questions that we did one one run of the whole show, and they were backstage just asking the stage manager a billion billion questions. And she said, "I don't, I don't have the answers. I'm sorry." I don't have the, all the answers to figure out what's next. So she then gave them that clear expectation of like, okay, by tomorrow, you need to do this and this and this. I'm not giving you answers. I'm out. I'm I'm done. And it gave them all that opportunity to, number one, build that confidence of like, okay, let me figure this out myself. But it also gave them that, that strength and it gave them that level of commitment to the project now because they're like, oh, I've got this. I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm more committed. Someone's not just telling me what to do, but I figured it out. I know what I need to do next. I know what's happening when it comes to customers who nobody likes being sold to. No one likes like buy this, buy this in your face. Like, too much but have you ever been in a situation where you hear about a product you see an example you see this you see how it's going to benefit you and then all of a sudden you're like oh yeah you know what i do need that so if there's a way you can give your customers that opportunity to get there by themselves you're not telling them you're not forcing them you're not you know making them do anything, but if they all of a sudden go, oh yeah, I, I do need that product, right? We've all been there. We've had those moments. So how do you give them that opportunity that they're going to get there by themselves? When you teach, the last thing you want to do is for people to feel like you they can't do anything without you. You don't want to be their rock. Yes, you want to support them. Yes, you want to answer questions. Yes, you want to be there for them. But you need them for to be able to like do things on their own as a parent, is the same. As a leader, it is definitely the same. The last thing you need is a whole bunch of people constantly, can I do this? Can I do this? No, 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 no. You want your people to be on their own two feet. So giving them those opportunities, creating those chances, being clear on expectations, and then having the strength to like step back, and just watch it happen. Sometimes, when I go in my theater, we always have this moment that I call—I call it "sink or swim." And I tell them, "All right, the show's going on. Here's what I expect from you. Here's our goals for today. And I'm not helping you. My work is done. You've got this. You've worked for this. It's in your bodies. It's in your minds. It's—it's it's there. It's gonna happen. But." I can't do anything else anymore. So letting them, letting those little birdies fly free and just do the things they need to do. All right, my friends, that is the end of today's episode. I hope you're able to use those tidbits, whether you're a teacher, you're selling, you're connecting with a team, you're a parent. I think these lessons I've learned are so universal and I would love, love, love to hear from you keeping this communication going. Check out therenaissancemama.com. I would love to hear from you. What is a lesson you've recently learned from someone? Somebody. doesn't have to be a student doesn't have to be your kid doesn't have to be a team client, anybody, any people. What's a lesson you've recently learned from somebody because that's it. We always are continuing to learn and grow and we can only do that with the people around us. so why not take advantage of that learn and grow and and share what you learn hopefully like I did here today. Okay friends, bye for now.